Thanks for tuning in to the Glossy Beauty Podcast. I'm your host, Priya Rao, and here with me today is Tara Peterson, the co-founder and chief creative officer of New Face. Hi, Tara. How are you? I'm good. How are you? So first off, Tara, I have to ask. So it's like 40 degrees and raining here in New York. What is the weather in San Diego? It's overcast. And probably 72, maybe. So it's not a perfect day, right? It's, it's, not- not, it's No, it's not a perfect day. And after this, I'm driving up to Orange County. So hopefully it's going to be a little bit sunnier up there. Okay, so I can't be completely jealous and wishing I was there. Um, no, so- not this week. <laughs> so Tara, you know, I don't think a lot of people know this about New Face. And it was something that I came across um, in my research too, is this really is a family business, right? Yep. My mom, my sister, and I started New Face back in 2005. My mom's been an esthetician since the 1980s. And after business school, I decided to go to esthetician school. And we created our first device out of our family home in Lucadia, which is a little beach community of Encinitas in San Diego. And Yeah, that was 17 years ago. So we continue to lift faces. Over 4 million devices have been sold. New face. I mean, it's all about our clients. So that's we're trained as estheticians to take care of our clients. And so as a family business, we all came together with different background and talents. um, But still to this day, it's all about the benefit for the client. Now you were born and raised in San Diego and obviously still live there now. How much of the experience of New Face was really guided by that clientele? Like what was your mom and what were you seeing and what did women want there? My mom was really, so Encinitas, if you haven't been, is a beach community, a lot of yoga. Um, there's, it's a very spiritual place, um, very active. Um, and so it's kind of only natural that New Face was born here because a lot of families and women are really into organic, non-GMO. My mom was talking about non-GMO and organic in like the 90s. And I'm like, mom, you're crazy, <laughs> you know? So it really is, it just makes sense from the lifestyle that we live here in Encinitas that something as natural as microcurrent would stem from this magical place. Go back a little bit. For those who may not know, what is microcurrent technology? So microcurrent is a low-level electrical current. It actually mimics our own body's current. And oddly enough, yes, we have a current within our bodies. I know it's sometimes you think about it and you're like, but I don't feel it. It's just like our cells have metabolism, right? And as we age, that metabolism or that frequency starts to slow down. So microcurrent acts as an external battery, jumpstarting your cells to operate at an optimal level. And so what you see through that process, especially for the face, because microcurrent is commonly used in the medical community, for the face, you see instant lifting, toning, tightening, reduction of fine lines and wrinkles, increase of circulation. So the skin looks more vibrant and healthy. You know, we say new faces is fitness for your face. So microcurrent is working not only with the muscles, but the skin. When you first kind of created this device, you were really practicing on existing clients before taking it out to market, correct? 
Yep. So we introduced New Face to our own clients. So my mom had her clientele. I had my clientele. And we both did professional microcurrents. So we had a big, large professional machine. So clients would come to us for a series of 12 treatments. They would see us twice a week for a six-week period. And then after that, they would come in for maintenance, typically once a month. Well, what we found was within that maintenance period, clients just needed more. And so we wanted to develop a handheld device that our clients could use in between their professional treatments. So that was the original intent for it. And then what happened was those clients started telling their friends about New Face. And then those friends started telling their friends about New Face. And it was this word of mouth. And now New Face is in 19 countries. Again, 4 million devices sold. I mean, it's still clients find out about New Face even today from their moms, their sisters, their daughters, their friends. Um, so it's it's just evolved. And our clients are now all around the world instead of just here in Encinitas or in Los Angeles. Was the idea originally that you were going to have this professional channel that, you know, you were going to service the clients, you know, in a derms office or in a spa channel, and then this would be the add-on? How do you think that obviously quickly changed? Because now, like you said, you're selling 4 million devices. I feel like I see Sheena from Kosas using it. I see Haley Bieber using it, you know, and this is kind of, you know, these are the faces of the moment, but this has been kind of the same trajectory with lots of women over the years. It really was our estheticians that told us that they wanted to use it in treatment room and then started retailing it to their clients. So originally we we had we sold big professional machines. And so that was the intent was that big professional machine, it was called the microdermal tone, was sold to our estheticians. And once we came out with New Face, the esthetician loved how easy it was the instant results, that there wasn't a big learning curve, that it took five minutes. And so it was the estheticians that started gravitating to new face. And then of course, they're asking us, can I retail this to our clients? And so it was this natural evolution and bliss um, in New York City, again, in 2006, it was their heyday. And they had this really cool catalog. And of course, Bliss also had spas. And so they were one of our first retailers out of the professional channel to actually retail clients through a catalog. And so that was kind of the first time that we we navigated outside the professional channel. So the idea today is still that same dichotomy, right? Like you're talking about the professional channel, estheticians can sell it, but then you're also sold in more traditional beauty retailers, right? Now you can find New Face in Sephora and Ulta and Nordstrom on Amazon. We want to be where our clients are. That convenience factor is really big. I'm a mom, so I know that I'm always on Amazon, right? When I want something, I'm like, okay, done. It's going to be here in six hours. So we really want to be where our clients are. And that was a decision that was made early on in, in New Face. Tell me a little bit about the whole push and pull around beauty devices, because I feel like this is the tried and true statement that you hear from beauty executives is that, you know, you buy it, you love it for a while, it gets thrown in the drawer, people don't use it again. You know, more recently, people have been introducing apps or subscription models so people keep engaged. 
And, you know, you think about Clarisonic, which obviously did not do what New Face does, but, you know, it was a beloved brand. It was people were obsessed with it. And then all of a sudden it got closed. So how do you keep your customers engaged? How do you keep them like wanting more and not necessarily just throwing it in a drawer and forgetting about it? I think the biggest difference is one, the time, right? If you go into your esthetician, if you go into your medical office, like I, I have spots on my neck right now. I'm not sure if you can tell, but I just got a laser treatment. So no longer are the days that your dermatologist is going to recommend a topical treatment and send you home. They're going to do some type of technology on you, laser, a hydrofacial, um, you know, thermage, some type of tightening treatment, radio frequency. So they're going to do some type of technology. And so skincare is still needed, right? Your topical skincare, we refer to that as your nutrition. Where technology, and especially microcurrent, is your fitness for your face. So it's actually going down to the muscles. It's treating where skincare alone can't treat, which is the muscles. And on the face, your skin and muscles are connected. So if the muscles are sagging, the muscles are going to pull your skin down with it, right? So the concept is with technology, with microcurrent, we're doing something that skincare alone can't. The thing with Clarisonic and as an esthetician, their biggest competition was someone's hands, right? You can wash your face with your hands or a washcloth. Like I wash my face with a washcloth or like little sponges. That was their biggest competition. For new face, unless you're going to do facial exercises, which let's be honest, I know I'm not going to do it. <laughs> like it's just... It's a tech, we're going beyond. And so you, there's really few alternatives to lift and tone and contour the facial muscles. And so I think why clients have loved New Face for 17 years is one, it delivers instant results. So you could literally lift half your face, Bria, half your face, and you're going to see your eyebrows lifted, your cheekbones are more contoured and sculpted, your jawlines more lifted and contoured, and you didn't have to go to your esthetician. You can do that at home. So now, and especially in this age where we're all busy, we're all running a million miles a minute, we can't go to our esthetician as frequently as, as we want. But now, and New Face did just launch a new, a new Face app, now you have an esthetician at your fingertips where you can be in bed, relaxing, watching TV and lifting your face. It really is a self-care moment rather than, oh, I have to do this. People get addicted to using new face. What was the launch of the app all about? Because I can imagine during COVID, people were addicted to at-home new face devices versus seeing their esthetician so regularly. When COVID hit the very next week, new face started doing lives and I would do lives three days a week, every single week for over two years. I did this and I loved it. And it was the first time that I was able to connect with clients all around the world. And our clients loved it. They loved that they had me and I can show them how to use different techniques to lift and tone and contour their face. And the questions we would always get from our clients is, okay, I have my device 
at home. I just purchased it. Now what? So now with launching our new New Face Plus devices, which are Bluetooth enabled, and the New Face app, you literally have an esthetician at your fingertips. I'm there with you, walking you through the treatment, telling you tips and tricks on how to really pop your cheekbones or really how to contour your jawline or how to lift your eyebrows or how to reduce puffy eyes. So you have that step-by-step -step tutorial when you want it, how you want it. And if you are already a new face guru, you can also use the device as you do today without an app. So we really tried to think of everything. We didn't want the client to have to be tied to their phone either because new face is self-care. So we want them to relax and really enjoy the process and just tune out. When did you guys start adding products to the assortment? Because now I feel like, you know, when you think about competitive landscape, you know, you're in the professional channel, you're in beauty retail, you're a device brand, but you're also a skincare brand. Like that's a lot going on. So what was the foray into products about? And what do you think you really own in that part of the business? One thing that we've always done and been very specific about is new face is not going to be everything to everyone. We are deep-seated in microcurrent. That's where we come from. That's where our education is. That's where we, that's what we know, okay? With microcurrent, there's things that are compatible, ingredients that are compatible with microcurrent, and then there's ingredients that are not compatible with microcurrent. And so we always educate in our user manual, use an oil-free cleanser before you use your new face because you don't want any makeup, you don't want any debris, you don't want SPF, you don't want oil. Oil does block the microcurrent, um, no matter if it's your natural oil or oil from a product. And so the question we would get from our clients is, okay, which cleanser am I supposed to use? Can I use this cleanser? And it would be too hard to go and test every single cleanser to see if one, it had oil or two, it blocked the current. And so we, we, we don't have your traditional cleanser today. What we have is your prep and glow, which is a cleansing cloth. One side's a cleanser, the opposite side's a, um, an exfoliator. It's to prep your skin. And then of course you need an activator with microcurrent. So think about if you have children, you put an ultrasound on the belly to see the baby, you need an FDA cleared conductor that's going to transfer the current down to the muscles. And so, of course, we just didn't want a goopy, you know, ultrasound gel. Can you imagine that? Oh, you put I remember. On your face. I just had a baby, Tara. I hate that gel. I absolutely right? hated that gel. Mm -hmm. It's gross. And the last thing you want to do is put that on your face. And so, what we've done is we last year, um, so in in 2021, we launched the New Face Activators, which are skincare first products, but they also activate the microcurrent. So they feel like a moisture moisturizer. They feel like a hydrating mask, but they also activate your microcurrent. So the client's getting basically a two for one, right? You're infusing amazing skincare ingredients to, into your skin, but at the same time, you're 
conducting the microcurrent and lifting your face at the, at, the, at the exact same time. So the idea wasn't for you guys to get into skincare per se. Like you're not launching an eye cream or a serum or all of these other SKUs. It's really related to what New Face does. Is that how you guys are selling it? Everything will be tied back to prepping your skin for New Face. Let's the last thing we want to do is compete with all of these skincare. There's so many amazing skincare products out there. I don't want to do that, right? I want to, I always educate my clients. Go to the specialist. If you get an SPF, I'm obsessed with Supergoop. I'm obsessed with Is Clinical. They have an amazing SPF. I'm obsessed with Elta MD. Go to where like the specialists are, right? Don't try to go to someone that wants to be everything because they're only going to be good at a few things. And so I'm very passionate about you will not see New Face go and, I don't know, create something that's completely off the wall that doesn't tie back to microcurrent. So you're not launching a lipstick. You've heard it here. We're, we're telling our audience now. <laughs> New Face is not launching a lipstick. <laughs> <laughs> um. Tara, talk to me a little bit about, you know, where you see the brand going. Because, I mean, when you were talking about the amount of content that you're creating, I mean, that's arguably everything that you need for TikTok or what you need on Instagram. And I'm wondering what you're thinking about marketing because the marketing landscape is changing every single day. Yep. New Face has always been into education. As estheticians, we're trained to educate our clients and give them the tools to make the best decision for their skin type or skin concerns. And so we've always taken that approach. And so for New Face, no matter if it's a live or it's a reel or a TikTok that we're making, it's all about education. No matter if it's for New Face or your skincare, because we also educate on skincare as estheticians. We in skincare is so important. So it's always with that foundation of education. Are you playing a lot on TikTok and are you finding much more of a younger audience? Going back to that Haley Bieber reference at the beginning of the conversation. And she's not even our youngest client. Who is your youngest uh, client? Tell me first. I have to know. Oh my gosh. I mean, I, I don't even know who they are. I see these girls on TikTok using New Face and I'm like, why do you want New Face? But you know what? Years and years ago, I lifted a 16-year-old and I was flabbergasted by the results. And it's because when you're younger, maybe you're not eating the healthiest things. Maybe you're staying out late and you get puffy, right? So we have clients that are in their early 20s that are using New Face to really de-puff and give their face this snatch look. And again, that comes from that term is more of a TikTok term. Snatch. Um, yes, exactly. Snatch. <laughs> and so, yeah, I mean, clients in their 20s to their 80s are using New Face. And I, and I love seeing that. So TikTok is um, going to be increasingly more of a focus for New Face. Um, it just, it's super fun. I think you don't have to be as as perfect as, as Instagram is like recently I was out at La Quinta and I was poolside and I did a quick lip flick treatment and I had my new face hat on again, laying out by the pool, watching the girls. And it's, it's just easy. It's, it's, you can do it in two minutes 
and you create this content that people like to see. So it's, I think it's, it's more of a real platform, which I, I really like. You mentioned at the beginning of the conversation that, you know, it was all about word of mouth. Your friends were telling you about this. Their moms were telling you about New Face or an esthetician. You know, this is kind of taking it to a much bigger scale, like with TikTok. Do you see that happening more on TikTok than, say, some of the other platforms like Facebook or Instagram or even like Twitter? We have different clients on different platforms. So our traditional Facebook is going to be more mature clients. It's like my mom rather than Instagram is going to be a little bit my age that's, you know, in their 40s. And then TikTok, even though it does skew younger, us old folks are coming into it as well. You know, so it's, um, we're do we're doing different things for each each platform, but I mean, some platforms we obviously thrive more than others. And I completely forget your question. <laughs> no, no, no. I know. Sometimes I kind of set it up at the end. Um, basically, I was just going to say, like, the question was, Tara. You know, you mentioned that TikTok really is about like this organic, raw, fun feeling. And I'm wondering if you're seeing the same amount of engagement and maybe sales from other platforms, or is it all about TikTok these days? It's not, but I would say TikTok new face um, went viral in 21 and 22 on TikTok and it converts and it converts fast. And it was interesting to see that we haven't experienced that like viral moment on Instagram as much. Like it was really, it was, it was kind of crazy what was done on TikTok. I mean, they say TikTok like makes you buy things. Like it, it truly did. On Instagram where we, we typically play, um, it's more of, of education. Um, it's more of a long-term sale, if you will. The client's really there to, to learn. They're watching the videos, especially the lives. But those clients who are on Instagram are loyalists. They have every single device. They have the Trinity. They have both attachments. They have the new body. They have fix. They have activator. They are educating each other on, can I use oil? Can I use new face with Botox and filler? Can, you know, it's, it's really fun to see clients actually educate each other, especially when they're right. Right. It's when they're, when they're not right. And they have a very big voice, then then um, obviously we need to correct them. Um, because for instance, oil, I've seen clients use oil with their new face. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like you're not even getting the benefit of it. So um, we we definitely have different clients on different platforms and some have converted more than others. What would you say about the overall business, Tara? Because I know, you know, going back to what we were talking about at the beginning, you know, some devices, you know, pe- do sit in a drawer. You know, I had a conversation last week with the founder and CMO of Aura, and we were talking about how they're like, all everyone's all about Aura right now. But is that a flash in the pan? How is the business doing? It's great. I mean, we're up 24% in sell-through. So I think that people thought, oh, during COVID, that, which we did, we experienced this like explosive growth. We're kind of 
getting back to what's normal now, especially obviously the world's opened up, people are traveling more, you know, it is going to be interesting with the economy, what it does, I would say, even in the hard times, new face always thrives, because if you're maybe not getting Botox as often or not going to your esthetician, it's kind of the lipstick effect. You're still, you still want something, right? And so new face is where clients go when they can't invest in other professional, more expensive treatments. Um, So it's, it's really interesting. And, you know, we just launched our mini plus device. And so I think that's the biggest challenge that devices have had in the past. And as a pioneer of devices, when we launched, there were two devices in the marketplace. It was Clarisonic and it was a zit zapper called Zeno, if you remember that. And unfortunately, neither of them are around anymore. But it's it's more because of choices, not because of the device itself. For Clarisonic, it's been said that they failed to innovate, right? I think that's something that New Face has always done. We launched our first device in 2005. We're on the fourth generation. We currently have five different devices, including body to lip to full face. Um, and then now our microcurrent skincare, as you mentioned. So the innovation is really, really key. And I think that that's where typical devices fail. Or they go, okay, I'm going to do X. And then I'm going to launch this completely non-related other device. And you're like, well, what are you? Are you cleansing or are you microdermabrasion? So it really confuses people. And I think that's where other devices have really struggled because they don't stay true to themselves because it is true. I mean, most devices, they sell a device once to a client, that client never comes back. That's not what happens at Newface. With this younger customer, are you seeing any sort of, you know, price resistancy? You know, as we start thinking about the economy, I mean, this is everybody, but especially with the younger shopper, I mean, they can't afford a $200, $300 device. And then, of course, I want to know about what you're expecting for that older customer who might be a little bit more conscious of their dollar. It's interesting. I mean, how many times do you see a young, you know, girl sporting a Chanel bag or a Louis Vuitton bag? Like times have changed. Uh, But yes, I think the average younger client can't necessarily afford a 495 device of the Trinity Plus that we're just launching um, this month in October, but they can use the fix or the new face mini, which has either a 199 price point or a 149 price point. When we went viral on TikTok, it was actually through our refresh devices on Nordstrom Rack, which is completely eye-opening for us. And you're tapping into something that's so true. So that was our mini device at 129 was a refresh device. So it had cosmetic imperfections on it still works great, but that's why we went viral is the client loved that they could buy this device for 129. They felt like they were getting a deal. And so they, they were screaming it from the rooftops. We were top skew for several months at Nordstrom rack 
Um, and again, this is a refreshed device. So there's, we really believe that microcurrent is so impactful that we strive for every client around the world to have a new face. And that means different price points as well. That's so interesting that you say this because I've been reading a lot about, you know, off price um, retailers. Like there, we did this big story a while ago on Glossier being found at TJ Maxx and how everyone went insane. And this is before they launched at Sephora. And, you know, even like the data about like people are looking for Dyson dupes versus like the Revlon dryer, like that seems to be a big behavioral shift, especially with younger consumers. So do you think you might do more of that? Do you think that that's like, there's an opportunity there, especially within the next 12, 24 months? Yeah. I mean, we're looking at like, how do we continue to offer clients, you know, a lower price device, you know, and even do we create something that's a lower price point that allows the client you know, maybe it doesn't have all the bells and whistles as our plus devices, but it still has the power of microcurrent. And we know that not not everyone wants Bluetooth in their device, you know? So we're very, I guess, realistic, right? Like we are the client. And so um, I wouldn't be surprising to me um, if we did come out with a lower price device that was really for... For, for more of the masses. And again, we don't have anything that works. I'm just kind of speaking honestly that like, hey, like this, everyone does want microcurrent. It works. And tell me what your outlook is just generally for the next 12 to 24 months. You know, I think everybody is kind of in a wait and see mode. How are you guys preparing? Because I think you are right that like this is something that people can use at home versus going and getting Botox or getting, you know, a, another big treatment outside of the home. And, you know, that's very beneficial to your business, but, you know, you're a technology first company and technology is very expensive. So, you know, what are you worried about or focused on as you try to achieve these growth goals? Well, I mean, worries come in form of supply chain. I mean, definitely it's something that we didn't anticipate when COVID hit that that was going to be an issue for us. And, We've had to get very creative on how to continue to supply devices to our clients. And it continues to be an issue. So those times are not over um, for many, many beauty companies. And it's not just technology. But technology does advance. It does get cheaper. You know, it does get smaller. And so we're always looking for new ways to do things. And we have an amazing chief technology officer that's been with us for a few years and is really into kind of challenging the status quo. Um, so, you know, innovation, big and small, is, you know, what I would expect from New Face and doing things differently. You know, I get bored of the same thing too. So I'm always challenging New Face as a company to do things differently, always being the pioneer in the space. And so there is a competitive edge that that I like to keep. And lastly, Tara, I have to ask, you know, there's been so much M&A activity going on in beauty. I think it's slowed a little bit just in terms of the market, but do you want New Face to stay a family business or are you guys open? 
There's been so many times that we've said, oh, should we take money on, right? To bring in, you know, my mom's 73, you know? So it's like, okay, well, we've been doing this for 20 years and she's worked so hard as a single mother. Um, And so I, you know, at some point, yes, I think it needs to make sense on a number of different levels. New face is our baby. And so um, I think when, when everything's aligned, it will happen. Thank you so much, Tara, for being here. It was so wonderful having you. Thanks so much. Thanks for tuning into the Glossy Beauty Podcast. Our theme music is by Otis McDonald. Please don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you're listening. See you next week.